Have you ever had a pussy wedgie? <laughs> yes, right? I think I've had it, but I don't know if I'm like referring it as a pussy wedgie. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I actually gave it a name. I think I was more just like, oh, wow. This hurts. I, no, it's a camel toe. <laughs> it's a camel toe. Okay, yes. It's a ca- it's a I knew there was toe. another word too. Yes, it's a camel toe. Mm. Did you I see, mean, yeah, we have camel toes. Everybody has camel toes. Did you see uh, Cardi B's uh, video? I did about her in the car and she was naked, but it, it has to do with a pussy wedgie. I didn't watch it. I thought it was not safe for work when I saw it, uh, but I did read about it. Yeah, and, and she was wearing a like a denim getup to some al- um, to some concert event or something, mm-hmm. and she got into her car and she's like, "Damn, I got a pussy wedgie!" And apparently, she felt like she should share this with the whole world, so <laughs> she um, took a video of her taking her pants off in the back of the car. And then she was like sitting in the seat and you could like see the side, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess Cardi wouldn't be Cardi unless she was like bulger. True. Right? We all had pussy wedge. I guess you just pull it out. Yeah. You don't have to speak on it. Mm-mm. You don't have to Instagram live Mm-mm. about it. Mm-mm. Just little. You just pull it out. Pull adjust it out. yourself. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom. Okay. Snap to the side, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, please spare us with the pussy wedgies. And can we just call them camel toes? I like camel toe better. It's it not as disgusting. Yeah. Pussy wedgie. Yeah. My pussy wedgie. Like, ugh. Mm-mm, sounds mm-mm. dirty and mm-mm. gross. Like, camel toe is better. It's, um, it's just a word we've been using for so long, so it doesn't seem as terrible. And a wedgie is, like, also something you give someone. So you're going to start giving people pussy wedgies now, grabbing them from the front. Grab them out of pussy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't start doing that, guys. Let us pull our own pussy wedgies, all right? Thank you. I am just as capable of pulling my own wedgie out of my pussy. Yeah. Or my butt. Whatever. One, whatever. Yeah. Whatever one kind happens. of wedgie I have. Yeah. Oob wedgie. I don't know. <laughs> Foot wedgie. Yeah. So, Cardi, thanks for enlightening us. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Next time, just do it in the bathroom. Duck behind the car. You know, Pull it out. Just leave it at that. You don't need to yeah. see it. TMI. Mm, TMI. TMI. Hey guys, we're back. None of that. Episode 18. Hello, my name is Nora. And my name is Elise. And we're back. And we're back. It's a new week. It's been a pretty good week. It has. It has. Um, it's been cold. Very cold here. Very cold. In Philly. My manager said we're supposed to get 40 inches of snow. Like, what the fuck is 40 inches of snow? Can we talk about the Eagles? Oh, God. Dun, 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 Chill, Nora, okay? Because you just brought dun, me down. Dun, 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 dun. I knew it was a Star Wars music. Honestly, though, I'm really not that upset. I'm upset because we could have won that game. But I'm also not that upset because in the beginning, I didn't even think we were going to make it to the playoffs, let alone win a game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. what Eagles fans need to realize, if you have been a true Eagles fan your whole life, we always lose. We need to lose. We need to be losers we're to a be the underdog. Yes. Yeah, we're a comeback team. We are. We are. So, you know, there's next season. There's always next season. So... Good Congratulations job, Good to the birds making job, it to everyone. the playoffs. Wrapping it up. We're pr- we're still proud of you. We're still get yeah. it together for mm-hmm. next year. Okay. <laughs> so where are we starting today? Michael Strahan. Oh, the Clemson football. Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't know they did this. Me neither. They, I thought it was just for um like NFL. 
Super Bowl champs and NBA champs. Apparently, the um, high school that does the best, I don't know. They go to? They go to oh, the, wow. the White House as well. Wow. And yeah, Donald Trump catered this year out of his own pockets. Yes, let me tell you about that. Along with winning the national championship, the Clemson Tigers now have another story they won't forget. Okay? Mm-hmm. The team visited the White House to celebrate their second title in three years. It's really impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. It's a good program. And our president served them at least $900 worth of fast food from McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King. That's it? That's a joke. Like That's it? I'm at the White House. I should be eating lobster and steak, surfing turf. Mommy and McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King? First of all, isn't it kind of ironic to give athletes fast food? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, this is definitely a huge contrast from our last presidency, which is much more conscious of, like, healthy eating and things like that. But, yeah, why would you... I mean, obviously, that's what, like, young boys like. Yeah, so... But isn't that crazy? Our Trump... Our president... Gave them... He eats like a teenage boy. (laughs) He thought they would enjoy that. But it's almost a slap in the face. Like, you won the national title. I, I'm coming to the White House like, shit, I could have just stayed home and got McDonald's. Right? Me and my friends could have split a 20-piece nugget, yeah. you know? I don't need to come to the White House to eat McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. I should be, like, eating on fine china, lobster, steak, mashed potatoes, collard greens, mac and cheese, mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Not no fucking McDonald's. Jesus, at least get Chick-fil-A. I Hashtag know, right? Donnie, do you have Chick Fil A money? I mean, and for him to be like, oh yeah, it was out of my pocket. Like, who I'm cares? so glad you went out of your pocket to order Domino's. I mean, Domino's is really good. I eat Domino's probably once a month. Yeah, but, but we're also like young people who don't have that much money. And I, yeah, I do it when I don't have groceries. I'm like, oh crud, I haven't, you know, cooked anything. Everything's frozen. It's like, uh, it's not me. when you go to the fucking White House. If you had White House money, if you had Donald Trump money, would you ever eat McDonald's again? He eats apparently a lot of fast food. Well, guys, <laughs> watch his digestion. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, Mm-mm-mm. I have a few people who spoke out, and they were literally offended mm-hmm. by the Tigers' cele- celebratory dinner, okay? okay? Michael Strahan actually tweeted... Whoever can make it, we'll hook you up with a lobster, whatever you want. We're going to take care of you. We're going to give you the proper meal that you deserve because that was one great game and a great accomplishment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like Michael Strahan. Me I too. like his little gaff in his too. I don't like that. You don't like the gaff? No. I think it makes this seem endearing. It makes him more relatable because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most people who are famous have nice teeth. They do. They do. But it's now like it's something iconic, you know, to, just to him. I guess you're right. You're right. Aisha Curry, which I love her. Somebody tweeted her and was like, girl, why don't you make them something? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she tweeted back, I will gladly feed the Clemson Tigers any day, a real feast and celebration. No 10 cents dipping sauces on silver platters. <laughs> he stacked them. Yeah. Like it was something important. Like you got honey mustard? Just it's leave them in the bag. You could just left them in the bag. <laughs> Quavo said, I want to show the Clemson Tigers and POTUS how champs supposed to be treated. You guys are welcome to quality control headquarters at any time. So you guys should go over there and take these people up on their offers. Let people, you know, give you what you deserve. And Michael yes. Strahan is talking about lobster. Yes. I want a national title. That's what mm-hmm. I deserve. I want lobster. Yes. 
Give me the lobster. Mm. And um, a famous chef actually tweeted out, mm. he could care less about college football, but I'm personally inviting the Clemson Tigers team and coaches to Chicago to experience what an actual celebration dinner should be. Nice. So a lot of people are just as upset as the players were and are reaching out just to try and, you know, show them how they should be treated. I wonder what Quavo can cook. What can Quavo cook? That'd be a good Quavo cookbook. Whipping it up. Whipping it up. That's what he would be saying when he's kicking, like. <laughs> whipping the eggs. Whipping the eggs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. A lot of people are, I think a lot of people are gonna um, boycott going to the White House even more now. Cause a lot of people are already boycotting that, but now you get McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King, like shit, what's the point of coming up here? <laughs> Barack's not here. No. We don't get lobster. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Joe Biden's not around to tell jokes, you yeah, know? <laughs> like what would be the point, honestly? Mm-mm-mm-mm. So shout out to the Clemson Tigers for winning their second title in the last couple of years. And, you know, none of that loves you guys. And mm-hmm. if I could cook you something, I would cook you something. I would make you lasagna. Ooh. A really big I lasagna. I told you I just made them lasagna boasts. Oh, I've never done that before. It's a lasagna boast. I'm going to post it on our page because mm-hmm. I made it. It was so easy. It was a mm-hmm. lasagna in those big breads. Oh. You just cut out the middle. Oh. You cook the noodles and you just stack it. Noodles, ground beef, tomato sauce. Noodle, ground beef, tomato sauce. Then you put it in the oven and it all cooks together. You baste the outside of the bread with garlic and I'm chili. That it was so easy and so good. Really, I'm making that. Booty was. I gave it to him. He was literally holding it like this, like <laughs> head sideways, chomping on that I'm shit. I'm that this week then, cause so uh, good. And I get that from Domino's all the time, like the bread bowl. Yes. Put the lasagna in there. That shit was so good, and it took me like literally 20 minutes to make. Threw it in the oven. Done in 20 more minutes. That's it. It's a wrap. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So we're talking. You know, I wear wigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And shout out to all them men out there that don't like wigs. Lots of women wear wigs. But the thing is, we don't give a fuck what you like. (laughs) You think we're wearing wigs because we want a man to notice it? No, that's not why we're wearing wigs. We're wearing wigs because we like to wear them. But maybe a little bit for men. I don't think so. Really? I mean, granted, if you have short ass hair and you want long hair, but I have hair on my head. Hmm. I have hair on my head. I mean, wigs are good for very protective styles as well. You know, a lot of people do that. I don't do wigs, but I do clip-ins. And um, I like it because I can pop them out. I can get some hair, put them back in, do my different style, you know, so. And really the only protective styles that we have are like braids. Mm-hmm. And then you don't want to just have your braids out. I mean, Every- unfortunately, jailhouse braids really aren't like work appropriate yet. No. Unfortunately. No. But know? even if you had braids, we're just gonna have braids all year round and mm-hmm. everyone to switch it up. Like you're gonna wanna switch it up. Throw right. your little stocking cap on and throw your little bomb ass wig you out the door. So what did Meek Mill say? Cause I like Meek Mill. Me too, me too. He would announce that he's manning a protest against lace front wigs. <sighs> women around the world voice their anger, you know. Especially black women like, wait, hold on. Um, he actually explained why he doesn't like it. He's saying he was hitting something from the back and grabbed her hair just to make it a little rough and it slipped off. And ever since it's been very traumatic. Traumatic? Yeah, but first of all, 
mink fuck with a bitch who knows about gotta be glue like glue it down get some weight clips i always do the pull test before i leave i yank my hair right now wish i was on camera look at me look at my look at my wig it's not going anywhere it ain't going anywhere he's a black man in the music industry i do understand some black men don't really like women who have weaves or wigs or extensions or you know whatever else they don't they want natural hair and i get that some men like that okay but if you're in the music industry and you're just hitting some random girl you can't just expect that her hair is the way you like it exactly exactly so you know if you are a man who doesn't like that you don't like wigs then you need to be <laughs> yeah but this is my point know. this is my point know. He's acting like he don't like wigs. He don't want no bald-headed bitch either. No, I'm sure he wouldn't. I'm sure he wouldn't. I don't think they understand the reality of what it takes to have natural hair. You feel me? If you've permed your hair or you've been straightening it for mad long, you know what you have to do to get your curl pattern back? And you'd have to cut all your hair off. Then you're bald again. Do you want a bald-ass bitch? Do you think niggas like bald-ass bitches? I mean, and even if you can grow it out, yeah, but I'm saying that at some point you're gonna they wanna want that big spirally. That's what they want. Well, I feel yeah. like when they think see natural, mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. see like the big curls and mm -hmm. it's beautiful and it's hair. Like you just don't get that overnight. No, no, you still have to like do bantu knots or like a twist out or something to and, get that kind of curl. And I'm sorry, but usually girls who have the really long curls, they're not black girls. No, not usually. They're biracial. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're Spanish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like for us women, black women who have 4C hair. Mm -hmm. I have 4C hair. Me too. Shit is lappy. What's after 4C? Is there 4D? I don't think so. <laughs> I think 4C is the nappiest. <laughs> okay. You feel me? Okay. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think that men just need to realize that we're not doing this. We don't put on lashes. We don't do makeup. We don't do our hair. We do it to be noticed, but I don't do it for men. And if I was in a relationship with a man who was like, boom, I don't like wigs. I'd have been like, okay, okay. That's your prerogative. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but that's not gonna keep me from doing the things that I like to do. I personally like a more natural curl pattern. Every a long time ago, I went on a date with this guy. Uh, his first date, it was going very well. He was nice, got along well. And like, towards the end of the date, I had a weave at the time. He asked me if it was my natural hair, and I would said no. And he was like, really, that's not? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, well, that, it didn't say that on your profile. But like, it, don't you think it, it didn't was- didn't say on my profile. Some. Don't you think it was insensitive for him to ask you that at all? Oh yes, very, very insensitive for him to even ask me that. And then to have an attitude or get mad. I mean, they, there was a, um, a, like an episode where they talked about that in Insecure. Where oh he, yeah, you know. Issa went on the date yeah. and he was like, oh, you changed your hair. And she was like, yeah, I do that sometimes. And he's like, well, when are you gonna change it back? And she was like, boy, bye. Because our hair is for us. Just like your clothes are for you. Your dick size is for you. You feel me? Like, 
listen, you don't hear us complaining about shit like that. Like, at the end of the day, if we want to do our hair this way, we want to do our hair this way. Mm -hmm, Don't get mm -hmm. with a bitch to try and change her. If you like girls with natural hair, then go after the girls with natural hair. Be the main niggas talking about, I don't like lace friends with their girlfriend. See some girl walk on the street with long pink hair. They're like, oh, yeah, I want her. Like, that's a lace friend. I know, I know, I know. They don't realize. And they don't realize how many girls, I mean... Of all races have like extensions, you know. Lots of women have extensions. A lot of them. And the white hair. girls are doing lace fronts now too. They're seeing that like if you want to change your hair style, you want to change your hair color, mm-hmm. and without dyeing it every mm-hmm. single day, every single week, you're mm-hmm. like, boom, throw this wig on, mm-hmm. and you can slay them nowadays. So it's like, listen, Meek. Listen. Back off. Yeah, I'm popping off, and I know a few of the celebrity ladies popped off, too. Mm-hmm. Toya Wright tagged her hairstylist um, in a video on IG emphasizing that she was laced by her boo. The Shade Room started that hashtag. What lace, Meek? <laughs> All the ladies were fucking tagging him and that shit. Like, what lace? Steph Ladon told... Everyone about how hard, how far her hairline goes, and does he want everyone walking around like this? So just let us live, please. <sighs> let us be the beautiful creatures we're meant to be, how we want to be them. Yeah. Okay. It's too many people try to tell people how they should do shit. But. <clears throat> okay. Well, too bad, Meek. I mean, hashtag what lace, Meek? What lace? Are you ready to talk about Dave Chappelle? Yes. And R. Kelly. This R. Kelly shit is just out of control, bro. It'll end Before soon. you start there, I was in the club with Booty over the weekend. Okay. We were at a hookah lounge. Okay. Tell me why the DJ played back-to-back R. Kelly songs. All, and, and at this time, I'm sitting next to my Booty, and I'm like, is he serious? Like, one song? All right, maybe. Accidentally, two so, exactly. Two songs. He was doing it on purpose, and all the ladies were eyeing each other, and we were all like this. Everybody felt the same way, and I thought it was so outrageous. After everything that's going on right now, why you would play that? Well, people are like trying to have a good time and drink, and like I don't know, it just brought me down. And I'm wondering, like, if he thought that shit was a joke. Well, maybe we can get someone to explain this later in the show when we have some. Visitors. Oh, visitors. Because, yeah, that's a very good question. I think it's offensive. I mean, mm, all mm, this mm, mm. all this R. Kelly stuff is standing for something now. I can mm. listen to that when I have sex. I can listen to Bump and Grind. I can listen to that. Because it takes you right to that place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a grown man exploiting young girls. Like, fuck out of here. I mean, it's still a huge problem, to be honest. I mean, sex trafficking, young girls... I mean, I've said this before. Little black girls go missing more often than anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else. But, okay. Dave Chappelle, do you remember his sketch that he did on the Chappelle show? Yeah, the word. Yeah, yeah, word. The parody. Mm-hmm, the parody. And so TMZ caught him coming out of a restaurant with D.L. Hughley. And he asked him, like, what do you think? What do you, what do you think about that parody? You know, mm-hmm. like, do you have any feelings? You know, you weren't part of the lifetime thing. And, I mean, at the time, he just brushed him off, okay? Because, yeah, like, we're, I think people are worried about saying the wrong thing in the light of all this shit. Like, just people are just like, let's not comment. <laughs> you feel me? Well, okay. So, D.L. Hughley did comment, okay? And basically, he said, 
if you're mad at R. Kelly, you should also be mad at Michael Jackson because they were both talented musicians, but they had Problems. bad habits. And people knew about these things for a very long time. Yeah. A very long time. Dave Chappelle, though, did a uh, stand-up special in New York City. He, like, does, you know, like, seller shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that in New York. And he talked about it. And he basically said, though, isn't it comedian's responsibility to call people out on their shit? Was that his cry? Was that him telling us and we didn't do anything then? I mean, yes. He is right, but I think he needs to understand. Like, I'm sorry. If people are going to be offended by this, be offended at me. Don't be offended at Nara, okay? But I feel like in the black community, we just give a lot of people a pass. We just make things a joke. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Same thing with Bill Cosby, that Steph Curry meme. And he's dunking the Quaalude in the fucking, like, that's what we do over and over and over again. Yeah, you should call them out, but you should be direct. You shouldn't make a parody about it because then for years and years and years, people are laughing at something everybody knows. Mm-hmm. 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 Why are we laughing at a video where he's uh, of, uh, he's making fun of something where someone is doing something not only illegal, but disgusting? It has been part of our society, kind of, to like normalize that behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean... I love the show, but think about Law and Order SVU. And this show is all rape, sexual assault mm-hmm. crimes, and um, it's, but and a lot of a lot of them are based off the true stories. A yeah. lot of them, yeah, a whole lot of them. So I don't know. I don't know. We just got to do better. And it's like, if we're going to continue to have the R. Kelly conversation, I just want people to realize and understand that what you say will really have people looking at you a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to, I don't think this shit is funny at all. And whether Lifetime put out a 100% factual documentary, mm-hmm. there's some bias in there, whatever. I don't care. There's some truth to the shit. That's what I have a problem with. You feel me? I don't care about anything else other than the fact that this man was doing something inappropriate with numerous young girls. We need to focus on that and less about, you know, what he did for R&B. He's the king of R&B. What, you know, the the, the piss parody. We don't need to be asking Dave Chappelle shit. We don't need to be asking Dave for shit. We need to bring up the damn charges. Shit. Take them off the radio. It just gets, gets me fired up, honestly. I agree. Listen. I see him everywhere now. Like everywhere. I, said, I see him. It's. I see him more now than ever, and it pisses me off. It's almost like he's making more money. Yes. He's yes. in club appearances. People are in the background like, yo, Instagram. Like, oh my god, you paid to get in here to see him? Cause you think everybody's lying. Like you're just dumb, and it just it's just it gets dumb after a while with these people who are chasing after this man. Like, well, this is gonna talk about this is gonna is it gonna transition to what we're gonna talk about in the second half of the show? Yes, masculinity, modern masculinity. Yep, and gender roles and shit like that. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I got good shit. I'm excited. Yes, be positive. I hope we get a lot of guys to come talk on the show with us. Yeah. So yeah, everyone, take a break. Refresh your drink. Go to the bathroom. Get your chapstick. Yeah, roll up. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. when you don't have nothing to do, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back soon.
and we're back with the show. Ooh. We're back with the show. Ooh. We're back with the show. Yeah. We're back. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. How you doing? We're back. Another episode, none of that. None of that. Today, we have a really good discussion topic today. Yes. Masculinity. Masculinity. You're in the age and the time of Me Too. A lot of pro-feminist things are happening right now. And I'm not sure if you saw, but Gillette just had this very controversial ad that just came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, this ad... It had a lot of older men staring into the mirror. There were a lot of like hateful words, sissy, freak, and you know there were a lot of like um sissy. Yeah, there were uh, images of like old TV show parodies where like somebody grabs a house a maid's butt and someone like kind of shuts down a female coworker. So there's all these very like you know provoking scenes and then they have these other scenes okay it says we need to be better men you know and they have these scenes you know somebody might say hey girl and someone's like hey don't don't cat call that woman or you know can't say that anymore can't say that anymore that's wrong okay but it had nothing to do with shaving yeah like it's a Gillette commercial where's the razors where's the shaving cream what you doing people were very very upset about this because they think that you know masculinity is very controversial right now. The gender roles are very different, you know. Things are very one-sided a lot of times, you yeah. know. And people were kind of, this is a liberal commercial that's too feminist, you know. And I don't understand really where this is coming from. Like, I we're don't in this age it. where everybody, you got to stand for something and you don't stand for anything, which is great, which is great. You feel me? But it's like nowadays, just let it be a shaving commercial. So let it be a Gillette commercial. Let's not try to do the undertones and the hidden messages. Just let's stick with the shaving. People were very upset, okay? They think that this is toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. And if you know what toxic masculinity is, toxic masculinity is the fact that men are the problem of everything, okay? This is what some people are saying. Men are too violent, they're too sexual, they're too jokey, clowny, they don't take things seriously, and men think that women are attacking them and saying that, you know, masculinity is now a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though we're a lot more progressive and things are really happening right now for women, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, this is anti-man. I don't mm-hmm. think so. No. You no. know? I really don't think so at all. So, I mean, the toxic femininity is also, like, you know, um, the bad parts of, like, being a woman. Like, you know, that women are super vain and that we, we you know, we, we throw up to, to stay really skinny. skinny yeah. We go to extremes. We get all this plastic surgery. We spend lots and lots of money to get boobs and, you know, that, you know. But I don't know. I don't think that masculinity is a bad thing. Do you think we can have a pro woman society and also pro male yeah i think we could i think we have to focus on our own personal growth and what we do as a community as men and women versus attacking the opposite side i mean we were talking about r kelly earlier and this is really he's a huge part of this you know i mean you we hear all this music all the time. You were just saying that you were in a club, right? Oh yeah, I was in a club. I was in Orlando over the weekend and the DJ played R. Kelly. 
And like at first, like, all right, I'm not gonna freak out, whatever. You know, he put it in there. Maybe it was on your cue, maybe you missed it, I don't know. But then he immediately after that, he played another one. And it just seemed like I scanned the room and all the women, we were all like, cut it, cut it. We're about to be done with this dude. Like he obviously thinks it's a joke. So how do you think we should wrap up the situation, you know, with, do you think this Me Too has negatively affected men? I mean, a lot of men are very against the Me Too movement. Yeah, they don't like talk to they women don't like and it. shit. They don't because... like it, they think that, now, yeah, I can't do, I have to be very, very careful about what I say all the time. Yeah. Do you think that men have been really careful around you recently? I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. I'm I don't saying, think so. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that, that I don't know. No, but I don't think the Me Too movement is a bad thing. I think people need to be held more accountable for the things they do and the things they say and the way they make people feel. Mm -hmm. Reality of the situation is you don't have to understand why I'm upset. Mm -hmm. That's not for you to understand. You just need to understand that I feel some type of way about it. Mm -hmm. And if you choose to rectify the situation, great, mm -hmm. you know, but you don't get to tell me how to feel. Mm -hmm. So if I feel like somebody's done something in any way that negatively affects me, I have the right to speak on it. I agree. I agree. I mean, what do you think we should do with our Kelly? What are we gonna do? Anybody, <laughs> anybody else out there have any opinions? <laughs> anyone wanna be? Anyone wanna tell us you your opinions on what we should do with our Kelly next? No, I don't wanna mute hear them. your opinions unless it's mute R. Kelly. Okay, mute him. Wrap Maybe, him up. Can we? Can we stop real quick? I have a lot of people in the building. I couldn't. You were. I didn't want to interrupt no, you. No, no, no. Go know, ahead. So let's Please, shout them out. I got my cousin Brittany. What up, cousin? No, go ahead. How you doing, Vince? Hey, Vince. Oh, hi. How you doing? You should come around more. Yes, you should. Brenda, love you. Thanks for tuning in. And Calvin Taylor, shout out to you. And Follow if you wanna comment, what do you guys think? You know, toxic masculinity. How do we get rid of? How do we get rid of R. Kelly? How do we get rid of like? this image that it's only one or the other. Vince said cancel R. Kelly, hashtag cancel. Thank you, Vince. I didn't know I can... Thank you. I mean, nobody went up to the DJ and said anything? No, but you could clearly see all the women, we were going like this. We were putting our hands up in the air like this. Brittany said, mute that nigga, take all his songs from streaming services. And and Nara said earlier in the show, guys, catch the rest of the show on Sunday. You'll hear we spoke about in the first half of the show. But Nara had said, like, she's been seeing him everywhere. Everywhere. He's, he's making more money. He's making more money right now. Everyone's talking about, are you involved in the Lifetime scandal? Are you not? Are you, are you know? And I saw him in a club appearance. Girls were in the front taking photos with him. Like, you want to be next? You better knock it the fuck off. You better knock it off before he gets in that spider web, okay? Because he's crazy and you need to stay away from his ass. I couldn't watch the special. I couldn't. I, I watched, watched a few episodes. I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole thing. But I saw clips and pieces of it everywhere. And it's just like, I don't need to watch the whole thing to know. Yeah. I saw, what did I see? Uh, like the fourth installment, I think, I saw. Yeah. So it was it was like right in the middle. And it was like all the moms talking. And I was like, <sighs> yeah. Escape plans, running, you can't see shit, you start rumbling. She's in the bathroom, she's calling me, and I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, um, Vince said he's been blowing up since the scandal came back to the light. It's absolutely ridiculous. I agree. I mean, well, and how do you, I mean, they handled Cosby, but I still see his show on all the time. I'm kind of surprised. The Bill I, Cosby show? Yeah, I still see the Cosby show all the time. I mean, it's, I'm not, I mean, it was a good show, but at the same time, it's what he stands for. Oh, hey, Kevin. Gosh, what he stands for. It's what he stands for. 
Dr. Cosby was just a character. He got paid to be that person, okay? Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby probably did a lot of things for a lot of good people, but he did a lot of bad shit too. Mm -hmm. People got to be held accountable for that. I don't want to hear anybody on the opposite side of that making, justifying actions of these people. Like, it's sick. Well, it's kind it's oh through a lot of media though i mean think about what kind of men you see on television you know they the simpsons they're like the, the dads are always so dumb and goofy and the mom holds that family together yeah it's so and, terrible and family have, guy family guy and they have these like i don't want to say that like playboy shows but like shows where there's a bunch of guys and they just like party and drink and get chicks and a lot of teenage shows you know Mm -hmm. but they really promote just like this very risque fun sexual lifestyle not saying you shouldn't have that but it's the the, on television it's a lot of it so i don't know we get a lot of our stuff from the media so if you portray it enough people will act a certain way on it you know so i mean how are how are we portrayed in like I don't know the basketball live shows. And I always say that. How are the men? How I mean, Wendy Williams. I didn't know that her husband was having an affair with the same woman for like ten years, and Jeez. he just got her pregnant. And is this? She's out from her show right now. She's like sick. Mhm. She's sick cause her husband done got a side chick. She's sick cause her husband done got a side chick. You know, that goes. But you know what, Wendy? You should have been talking all that shit. I'm sorry. I don't like Wendy Williams. I know my cousin, if you're still here, she's a Wendy. Actually, did you know one time Brittany won something on the Wendy Williams show? What did you win? She what like, did you win? She won, won a trip to Jamaica, I swear to God. And her little photo was on the on the bottom, and it was like... Did, did you do... Were you on the show? Were you in the audience? No, they called her. She called in, and her little photo was in the bottom. It said, Brittany Turner, Camden, New Jersey. Gang, gang! Isn't her, sh- isn't her show shot in Jersey? I don't know. Or yeah. she's, I think she's close. I think she's in Jersey or New York or something. Yeah, it was crazy. My cousin got on it. But... I feel like Wendy's... She's from messy. here, she's local. <laughs> she's local. just messy, and I don't enjoy her show really. It used to be, yeah, it used to be, but no, not anymore. Now it's just like trash talk, you know? It's like straight trash talk. Oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> Brittany said, I like Wendy though. She took me to the motherland. <laughs> Shout out to Wendy for getting my cousin out there. <laughs> oh, back to the beaches. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, back to the fruit. Mm. Yes. Mm. Damn. Damn. Wendy too- got her there, so fuck. <laughs> well, I hope you feel better, Wendy. I don't, you know, wish any ill feelings towards you. Get back to your show, girl. Make your points. Okay? What do you think? Do you think that it is one or the other? I mean, you have said before that you are not a feminist. I'm not. So, and that's like they go too hard. Word, right? Yeah. Like, being a feminist and the people that, like are you know really mm-hmm, foot mm-hmm. holding this movement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't agree with them they're like the super feminists you know i don't i don't agree with them i have i'm a lease i have my own thoughts and things and i feel the way that i feel and it has no direct effect on how other people feel you know so i i went to the women's march the one right after trump was inaugurated mm-hmm. my mom lived in virginia at the time so i could took the metro with a friend of mine and it was great. It was all these p- pussy hats on the train. If you don't know what pussy hats are, they're these like little pink like hats made out of like a little triangle sock. They're uh-huh. so simple. They're like these little hats. And um, yeah, I walked through the streets of DC with millions of other women. With and pussies on their head. With pussies on their head. Wow. 
it was good. Madonna was there. Some other people were there. I mean, I don't know. It was it was a very empowering experience, but at the same time, it's also very hard to connect to. You know, yeah. to be honest, there weren't that many women of color there. But you know how I feel about that. Like these people that like to spout, and I'm not saying all the people with pussies on their heads, but just some people. You know, like what do you do in your own community to help? Um, that's me. I do Toys for Tots every year. I'm out. I'll do soup kitchens. I do everything to help my own community. Mm -hmm. In Philly, Phil Abundance, it's a food bank. And uh, you can donate money to Phil Abundance or food, you know, it's in South Philly. Do I, stuff like that, you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Oh, gosh. That's all I'm saying. The government shut down. So people are, <laughs> like, government workers are out of work. Yes, I just went through the airport. Yes, they don't try and fly. Do not try and I fly I just went right through now. the airport and I saw Do this not. article where someone went through the Atlanta airport with a gun and got all the way to Tokyo. Tokyo? With a gun. in their carry-on. These motherfuckers, like, I ain't getting paid. Fuck it. I ain't getting paid. Were the lines really long when you were there? No, actually not. They oh. were sending us mad messages. What up, Dev? Hey, Dev. Um, they were sending us messages saying, like, you should get there early. Mm -hmm. I think that was just because the government is shut down. Philly has a very fast airport. Every time I've gone to the Philly airport, it's been very fast. What about you? Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. it's a smooth, it's a very small, it's a smaller airport, so it's easier to get through, you know? Yeah. So Orlando, you have to like take a tram car. It's a yeah, lot. It's yeah, a lot. yeah. And it's, it's almost to walk in and fly out, you know? Yeah, same thing. Oh, God. It's a lot. Toxic. Yeah, mm -mm. it's a lot. Mm -mm. So, you want to move to my stuff? Go ahead. Please. Okay. So, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, um, we were just talking about all the toxic and, you know, the bad shit that goes along with being separated and things like that on the men on this side, the women on this side, mm -hmm. you know? And I said that I read this article today. I really loved it. It's why millennial men are reinventing masculinity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. We're not doing things like we were doing it back then. Mm -hmm. We're at a whole nother level. And it kind of opened my eyes to like this. We can't have the same output as our parents did. You're right. You know, we can't think like them. No, we can't. Because we're not at the same time. This is a whole no. different ball game, and we had to adapt. And the mm -hmm. shit that I read was really great. Mm -hmm. um, today, less than a third of men aged 18 to 29 report feeling completely masculine, compared to 65% in the baby boomers. Hmm. And that's probably because our parents and our dads, like, there was more clear gender roles. You feel me? Men were going out, bringing home all the bacon. Women were at home doing their thing. So it's like... If you were filling that role of being a caregiver to your family, then you were masculine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. you were good. You, mm -hmm. you, you were doing your man. what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. supporting your family. You're a man, yeah. you know. But today, it's not uncommon to see men choosing to drink green Jamba Juice over a beer. I really? see a lot of men with the face really? mask. Because yes. I know a lot of men really? that are into their skin. They'll okay, drink, yeah, you know, the green juice to help. And I know a lot of men that are into... Good fitness. You know, it's all part of keeping a good body. Exactly. Fit body. Okay. But if you've seen a dude 50, 60 years ago running in them little pants these these people be running in on the street, they'd be like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what's going on mm -hmm, over here? Mm -hmm. So the masculinity molded to us by older generations held men told men they couldn't express emotion. They couldn't be sensitive or shown vulnerability. It's fading. You know, mm -hmm. and there's an author, Lewis Howes. He's got an upcoming book called The Mask of Masculinity. It suggests taking off the mask completely. What do you, you mean? know? What do you mean? 
taking off the mask of masculinity, feeling like you can't be vulnerable, feeling like you can't express emotion, feeling like, you know, you have to be this rock all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we take off the mask, it leads to more success, more wealth, more mm -hmm. fulfilling relationships mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I want to read that book. You should read it too, mm -hmm. you know? So some of the things that he, the reasons why he listed were reinventing masculinity is um, men these days, they value self-awareness. Okay, how so? Traditional masculinity says don't feel. Modern oh. masculinity says dare to feel. Be. Feel fucking everything. Be, be, okay, gotcha. Yes, millennial men are committed to knowing themselves on a deep and personal level, even if they find it difficult. Okay. You know, they'll go there with it, you know? Um, they're nonconformists. Mm -hmm. The gender role for men and women are becoming more loosely defined. Oh, you know, so the percentage of men who are staying home to care for children is rising today, while women are slowly surpassing men in academic performance and we're closing the income gap. What do you think about that? Would you be cool with having your man stay home? If he wanted to, but if you got a great job. Yeah, if I had a great job, I was like great a lawyer job. and I like really love this for a passion no yeah i wouldn't mind if i didn't want to give up my dream it would be asking him to stay home and realistically like what if this podcast went huge mm -hmm. and we had to tour around the united states well hopefully the man that i marry sees my potential and he would be proud of me and would you know step in that's mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do with a partner mm -hmm. you know you step in where they lack so hmm. I would want to, hopefully he'll do that for me, you know? Uh, they don't want to compete with one another. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of jealous tendencies, but I know a lot of men who are just themselves. Okay. They're worried about what they got going on versus around looking about what everybody else got going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They value authenticity. Millennial men have no need to pretend they're someone else. Okay. Yeah, there's a place for everybody now. Okay, that's you true. know, so you don't have to pretend to be a baller because there's a place for people who are broke too. It's broke bitches you can fuck with. <laughs> Just saying, they want to be vulnerable. Outdated masculinity says men shouldn't show any weakness. Modern masculinity embraces vulnerability as an expression or courage. Weakness. It's an interesting word. Hmm. Okay. They act according to their values. Millennials, men follow through on their values. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he values his own sense of self about others and he honors his commitments, okay? And they're motivated to grow. Evolved men don't just stop if evolved. We're, we're going up, you know? Yeah, we got 19 year olds or multi-millionaires. I know, off of YouTube. If you had yes. known back then what YouTube could have been, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I would have been on YouTube. Every damn day. Every <laughs> damn day. Oh, Living in Los Angeles right now. For real. So, you know, I think those were, um, one of our guys, people said, I'm old school. I like my woman on the inside while I walk on the outside of the street. Like, no. No, we're going to get to that. So stay tuned because that's my next topic. <laughs> Brittany says, I love that gender roles are fading because high key gender roles keep women under men. When gender roles fade, it makes us equal to them, which is really the real definition of a feminism. And that's exactly the point people are missing all the time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one or, or the, the other. other. Yeah. It doesn't. Like, it you know? doesn't. So someone's a feminist doesn't mean that they believe in toxic masculinity. It doesn't mean they believe men are bad. Yeah. It's just what we, what we want for ourselves. You know, so this goes 
goes right into my topic. I'm so glad that you guys said this because that's my next thing. The rules have changed gender roles in modern society. At the heart of most relationships, problems nowadays is unclear expectations and roles or goals between partners, okay? The fast food model, standardized, one size fits all approach to relationships is dead. It's not working. What works for me and my boo doesn't work for you and yours. True, very you true. Know? Conformity to general I'm sorry. Conformity to gender-specific roles being rejected in favor of a more individual approach. Instead of both sexes possessing personal, you know, ambitions, aspirations for the future, seeking successful careers, personal fulfillment, freedom, satisfaction from life. Like, we all want that now, you know? (sighs) However... Sacrifice it, though. I mean, it's led to a whole new set of problems. Mm -hmm, You know, now that we have that... And we no longer have to stay in the crib and we can bust movements and have dreams and shit like that. And now it's created a whole nother ball game for relationships, dating and gender roles. Mm-hmm. And I never really looked at it realistically. Mm-hmm. You can't want what our parents had because yeah. we're not gonna achieve that. <sighs> Too many student loans. Not even that. We just have to move differently in in the world the that world we're in is today. different now than it was then. It's very different now. Very different now. Very different now. 50 or 60 years ago. Hold on. I know my cousin said something. Brittany said she um, agrees with our listener in the sense she likes to walk on the inside, but I also like to bring home a check. It feels good to bring home your own money. I'm sorry. It does. It It feels good to bring home your own money. It does. Very satisfying. Yes. 50, 60 years ago, roles and relationships were so much more clearer, okay? Mm -hmm. Two people knew what to expect in a relationship when they came together. Men's duties were outside the home, while women covered the responsibilities inside the home. You know? Mm -hmm. No matter where you grew up or what your parents did or, you know, what they instilled on you, across the board, marriage conveyed a certain principle for both men and women. You both wanted it. And you knew what you were getting into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like, oh, let's get married. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, deuces, I'm about to go do my own thing. Like, no. As a woman, there were certain responsibilities and certain things that men look for us to do. You just so, follow, kind of, you know? Yes. You just kind of follow. But do you want to follow your whole life? No, no. And conformity to roles may have been limiting, but they still provided some guidelines and expectations, you know? Mm-hmm. Um shared expectations and mutual understanding of what each person's primary role is going to be in relationship can save two people you know a lot of misunderstanding and arguing the reality of the situation is now that the gender roles are not that clear you need to be able to speak clearly about what your role in this relationship is going to be because you can't be mad that someone's not giving you what you want if you have not expressed what you expect them to be yeah, because the expectation is very different now than it was. You know, before there was almost one expectation for, you know, you're going to make it work no matter what. Yeah, that's it. You know, it. you're going to do whatever you have to do. You're going to just shut up and be quiet or you're going to, you know, walk away a lot or you just made it work. Yeah. And now, yeah, there's so much more option. Exactly, which makes it harder. So I have a question for anybody out there. Mm-hmm. This was a question. Could it be that gender roles we've worked so hard to break out of for some decades may have actually helped reduce marital conflict and disagreement. I think so. It's bad. It came at a price. That's what I think. I think so. I think that it was very clear before what he was supposed to do, what she was supposed to do, 
what they were going to do together. Um, and now, yeah, that kind of about careers, you know, like if you have a couple, you know, and both people want to have a career, careers move you places, you know, mm-hmm. like where do you move? Do you just follow for the family and trust, you know, what he says? Yes, you could do that, you know. But also, isn't two incomes better than one? I mean, two incomes is better than one. Can you but make it's not happen? about the income. Can you make it happen, though? Like the, yeah, dreams. I guess dreams. Exactly, dreams. exactly. Dreams. In, in 50, 60 years ago, it wasn't even like we were afforded to have dreams. Because yeah. we could only dream. Well, we could have dreams, but we couldn't chase them. We couldn't mm-hmm. pursue them. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that, like, right to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, damn. I think it was a sacrifice we had to make. You know, to not have this super easy marital bliss and not argue and not now we gotta work harder to communicate with people. Yes, but at the price of women progressing and doing better. I'm gonna confess something. I watched this TLC show called Return to Amish. Okay. Oh Lord. It's about these Amish people they were another show before, but these Amish people who, you know, left the Amish community and then they decide to go live in the city and now they live as English people and um yeah there's this older woman on the show who's married to this guy and he wants to stay Amish and she doesn't want to stay Amish and she's like 65 70 and she's likes to drink and she likes having a computer and but you know it's very very important for them as Amish people to stay together as a united unit because you know there aren't that many Amish people left you know Mm -hmm. essentially so they like she basically says they never argue. They just talk about everything. They just talk it all out, you know? They get into an argument. She goes and makes them a shirt. I'm sorry. Here's a shirt. Just talk it out, you know? Because they want to make it work so badly. Even though they want to live yeah, completely different lifestyles. At the price of some, like, with that equation, someone's always losing. Someone's always losing. She can't fucking go out and watch TV. She can't do what she wants to do. And realistically, some part of being a young person and being free is being able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. She's in her 60s. Well, all right. She's 60, whatever. Being a person in Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want to do because that's what we can do in America. Yeah. So if she want to watch TV, you want to fucking smoke meth, do whatever you want to do. Drive a car, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. so... She's got to stay home and like, yeah, her marriage is great and that's great. Yeah, wonderful. But she doesn't get to go out and experience life when she's going to watch her life pass by, even though she feels some type of way about the life she lives. Like, no, girl, listen. I mean, the birth rate is down overall, you know, like less babies are being born every year. People just don't really get married. People don't really buy cars and houses together anymore the, the same way they used to, you know? Yeah. No, I get that. Nowadays, we need two people. Brittany said, you need two people. Brittany, do you want to be on live? You should You should video Not it. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> he said, question, is the word female derogatory? Yes. Yes? In, in the wor- way I think you're saying, yes. Okay. That female, um, this female, I went out with this female. I don't know. I just think you should say woman. She's a woman. You know? We don't say male. You know, I think that kind of like makes you like animals are male and female. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a woman. I'm not just a female yeah. creature. Okay. Does that make sense? Does it, is it bad that it, I don't give a shit? No, I mean, it's not bad if you don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, everyone, I mean, I don't know. everyone is okay with different things. You know, I'm 
a little more okay with catcalling, so. You know, like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> it just depends, <laughs> you know. I don't like female, though. I just, I don't think it sounds like you're giving me enough status. Okay. I dig that. You know? I dig that. Woman. That woman? Like, I'm a, any no, man I'm a woman. Oh, okay. A woman. Like, you're you not know. a female. Yes. But yes, if someone yes. called you a female. Yeah. It's just in the way people you talk about it. Oh, yeah, I was talking to this female last night. He said he hates the word female, too. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I was talking to this female last night. You know, she... I don't know. It's just in the context people use female. It doesn't usually mean you're talking about somebody you really care to know their name, you know? Word, you're right. It's like you don't really care to know her name. She's just a female. And you're just hanging with her. You Mm -hmm, know her name. mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. know her name. Fuck out of here. So, personally. You don't care, though? I mean, I as long as you don't call me on my fucking name, I'm good. Okay? I really don't pay attention to what other people do. I just got to stay in my own lane because, you know, Elise, she got to make it happen for herself. You feel me? I got to get it popping for me because ain't nobody out here. So I don't really give a shit about anybody else except really keep my eye on the prize in my fucking <laughs> lane. Okay? I don't look Your to prize. the side to look at the other cars. I just... Stay in my own lane, you know? The price, the price, the price. I don't know. I mean, what do you think, though? Do you think that... Wait, wait, wait one more. He says the word female is mostly used to replace the word bitch. <laughs> That's true. That bitch. That's true. That bitch I was hanging with last night. That female I was hanging with last night. Yeah, it yeah. Goes, okay. Shout and out to y'all. It's derogatory. Der- That's what we're going with. It's derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so... Where were we at? Um, I don't know. Questions? No, 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 no. I have more. I okay, have more. go ahead, I go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So, just back to the modern couple and the way we move and the way we do things. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can find a way to communicate our needs openly and clearly to each other, we can establish that that union that unit guys you feel me but communicating nowadays is like super fucking hard you know you have people's feelings involved and mm-hmm. this is that it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard as fuck you know so mm-hmm. our grandparents could only dream of the freedom and the fulfillment we have in today's society you know while they would have required like cooking cleaning you know provider skills to have a successful relationship today we just require communication guys Find a way to communicate with your partner, okay? A willingness to talk about everything, understanding each other's values, beliefs, and points of views is the key to happiness. I'm telling you. Things have changed so very much. I've talked to my mother, I've talked to my grandmother. You know, like things have changed for women a lot. Yeah. They really have. Because we leave. Okay. So, you know. I just wanted to touch base on that. I really love that because I'm not a very great communicator, but I, I I can see why, how this is going. You know, we need to fucking communicate, sit down and get to the nitty gritty, talk about that vulnerable shit. And if you don't, it's just going to come a day where you're going to have to talk about it. You might as well just talk about it now. Right? Yeah, no, I agree. Get it all out there now. Be honest. Put it on the table. And that gives someone the option to take it or leave it. Yourself and your partner, right? Yep. Mm -mm. Yep. Yourself and your partner. So, that's our masculinity (laughs) podcast. (laughs) 
guys give us some topics um we switched up the show and we kind of just did more discussion topics because we want people to actually talk to us as we do the show it's more fun if you engage um i like this the people are sending us messages but you guys should video in so we can hear you on the podcast yeah. you know you can hear your voice on the podcast you can share it with other people you know yeah so um but i like doing this instagram live on thursdays no me too and i love we have a lot of people in here right now shout out to y'all because this is yes. what, I, what we want thank you, you sorry know, we want we people coming in four minutes late Somebody, somebody slid in the DMs like, where's the lie? I'm sorry, I'm I had like, to go to the bathroom. Dang. I always have to. It was Nara. It's always me. It's always me, okay? I'm always the one running late. Oh, I forgot my chapstick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one more thing, one more thing. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's time for a hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> my first hashtag is camel toe. Because it's called a camel toe, as Elise pointed out. It's not called a pussy wedgie. It just sounds but so I, more... But I also kind of want to hashtag pussy wedgie. Because <laughs> I do like Cardi. Hashtag camel toe versus pussy wedgie. <laughs> okay. That was a perfect one. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. And uh, next, I want to hashtag Trump diet. Don't do the Trump diet, okay? Trump... He loves fast food, okay? Don't do the Trump diet, okay? If you get an invitation from Aisha Curry to come to her house and have food, take her up on that offer. Yes, it'll be way better. Don't do the Trump diet, okay? My first hashtag is Donnie, do you have Chick-fil-A money? Because I (laughs) wouldn't even really been upset if it was Chick-fil-A. McDonald's, I love, listen, I'm a 90s kid. I grew up on McDonald's, so mm-hmm. I do eat McDonald's. Mm-hmm. That's bottom of the barrel. Cherish those little half meal toys. Yes, bottom of the barrel, guys. So let's get some Chick-fil-A money, Donnie. Mm-hmm. And my next one is what lace? If you don't see lace, it ain't lace. All right? Mind your business and don't be out here snatching people's wigs off. <laughs> don't mind, touch. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> mind your goddamn motherfucking business, bitch. Oh, goodness. Remember that Kevin Hart stand up? My my mama told me to tell you to mind your goddamn motherfucking business, bitch. And that's what you need to do. Just like that. Mm-hmm. When they ask you where's the lace. Don't worry about it. My next hashtag is roleplay. Because if you are going to live in this world, this modern love society nowadays, you're going to have to roleplay. You're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to get out of character a little bit, okay? Hallelujah. You have to do a little roleplay. Roleplay. And hashtag... Hashtag toxic masculinity, okay? Don't let it be a ma- a toxic thing. Yeah. Don't let the stereotypes that you see on television of people drinking and smacking asses and, you know, eating sushi off of naked girls and, you know, living in your parents' basement. And I'm going to go on a tangent here. <laughs> I don't want to go on a toxic masculinity. Yes. Dun-dun. My next one is Dream Chasers. Dream chasers, just right along what she said with the role play. 2018, we chasing dreams. I mean, 2019, so sorry. 2019, we're chasing dreams all year. 365, okay, guys? We're out here making it work. Women and men, we're doing the damn thing. Keep getting out there and chasing your dreams. All right, guys. 
This is the part of the show <laughs> where I ask you to listen and like us on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook at none of that. We're also on IG. I hope you guys know you can catch us on Instagram Live on Thursdays. Follow us and watch us live at none of that. Two underscores. Look out for episodes every Sunday. We air them about 12 o'clock. Send us feedback. Share uh, your information, what you thought of the show, um, topic suggestions. We'd love to hear that stuff. And like Elise said, we'd love this Instagram Live. So 7 p.m. Um, on Thursdays, so we've been doing Instagram Live. You can be heard on our podcast. On our podcast. You want to be on the podcast? This is how. This is okay. okay. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends, guys. My name is Nora Allen. I'm sorry, I don't want to leave. I had so much fun I today. I know, such a great show. I'm sorry, it just took me a second. Ugh. My name's Nora. My name is Elise, and we'll see you next week with more None, None of, of that. that. So see you later. Peace. Bye.